Hello and welcome to The Big Chat, a podcast that champions individuals and businesses at the heart of their communities. Um, Making sure they understand how accountable they need to be in the business, but being positive throughout so that they literally love what they do. I think magazines will always be around. I think there'll always be a market for them. I think advertisers like being on paper. But in another way, it actually gave me that time to really grow and develop and, um, yeah, build it, basically. We try to communicate more with clients than most accountants do. The Big Chat. This is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the chance to have their say, their way. My name's Nicole and uh, I am very happy to be talking today to someone super special on this week's episode of The Big Chat. Uh, This is um, someone that, funnily enough, I've never actually met in person before, but I've known a lot about and I'm really excited to have her in the studio today because she's very creative and uh, yeah, I just love everything that this woman's about. So I'd love to introduce you to Hannah from Love Inc. Limited. Hello, Hannah. Hi. Hi. Oh, gosh, I'm going to throw that straight back at you. That (laughs) stuff is so nice and so true. How lovely. How are you? I'm really well. Good. Really well. Enjoying life. Now, Love Inc. Limited. Mm. We've got got some kind of good times going on in the studio today. Tell people that are listening about Love Inc. Limited. Tell tell them about what what it's about because they might not know by the names. So Love Inc. was born nine years ago and it came from a place of, funnily enough, love. And it's my opportunity to put more love into the world. And the reason that I'm all about that is that I was very blessed to have an amazing upbringing. I was brought up in Tunbridge Wells and I had, although my parents didn't have any money when we were kids, they had so much love and creativity and that gave me so many gifts and my biggest gift is the ability to love and if I can share that with the world in whatever way that is um, so I do that through the means of the sale of our products we give to charities local charities small charities um, and we've raised about I think we're on about four thousand pounds to date which wow. is really really cool yeah that's amazing um, And yeah, so it it came about because I'd gone through my schooling and I was very average at school. There was nothing really I excelled in, apart from I had a passion for sociology and the study of people. I find people endlessly fascinating. I love meeting people from all walks of life. Um, And there's there's something to gain from everyone that you meet. Um, And so... When I left school and I, I went, I had a teacher who said to me, oh, have you thought about university? And I'd never thought about university. My parents had never sort of talked to me about going to university. And so that teacher really made me think, oh, yeah, maybe I should do that. And I, I did. I got my A-levels and I studied sociology at university in Birmingham. And when I'd finished my university, I saw an advert in the paper that said, do you want to earn lots of money? <laughs> and I thought, oh, yeah, that's the job for me. I want to earn lots of money. I've never had money. <laughs> So I went and worked in a um, recruitment, uh, IT recruitment, and this was back in 1998, and it was all taking off. And it was really hard, you know, as life can be, and we learn lessons through doing hard things, cold calling all day, you know, 200 calls a day. Um, But within about 12 months, I remember the day I got my paycheck, and it was, I'd earned five and a half grand in one month. 
And at the age of, I think I was about 20, it was a huge thing. Coming from a position of nowhere, you know, with no money, no one to kind of help me elevate that ladder, to earn all that money in one month was was amazing. Mm. And, you know, I had to do various jobs whilst I was um, at university to fund myself. So I was cleaning in hospitals and all sorts of really horrible hard jobs but you know they set you up for life and yeah. uh, my kids now we're really privileged that we do have money um and we have access to resources but one of the things i'm going to make sure my kids do uh, i have three boys by the way three wonderful boys who are uh, 15 13 and 11 but all of them will be getting jobs at places like mcdonald's mm. cleaning yeah. they, they need to learn yeah. that you know stuff good stuff doesn't come easy basically it's mm-hmm. a, an important life lesson for them to learn um anyway once I'd kind of done my IT recruitment and made my money I went traveling for a bit because I realized that actually money wasn't going to just open doors and make me happy that there was more to life and you know reflecting as I was traveling I kind of came back and went I'm going to do something I love when I come back I'm going to do something I love and I came back and I went straight back into recruitment <laughs> You saw that five and a half thousand pounds gleaming. It's like, I want to travel some more. I might just have one more paycheck. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it was um, one of those things where um, before you know it, reality has kind of dampened your dreams, really. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I kind of thought, maybe I'll do a plumbing course. Maybe I'll be a plumber and then I can do up houses because my parents had, uh, you know, renovated houses. Whereas I was a kid, we, you know, we we constantly were living through building work. Um, But... um, yeah, so I, um, anyway, the, the, I went back into recruitment, but I did happen to meet my soulmate, my best friend, um, who um, has, is an amazing woman and is like a mirror to me. Um, and she's someone that endlessly inspires me with everything that she does. Um, so there was a, you know, going back into there recruitment, at least reason. I met her. There was, that was a reason. It was absolutely. Life needed a, to meet her. Life had a plan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so when I... Um, Ben met my husband, uh, he was living in Tunbridge Wells, I was living in Birmingham, so I met him, I knew we were going to get married pretty quickly, it's kind of a whirlwind romance, um, and we moved back down to Tunbridge Wells, and then shortly after had the three boys, and when the boys, well, I'd been a stay-at-home mum for about six years, and you know, didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I thought I've got to start work again, I, I need to do something, I really lost my sense of self when mm. I had the children when they were tiny, mm. I kind of you know, didn't feel like I was contributing much to the world. And I just wanted to do something. And and really my passion has always been design interiors. And so I started Love Inc. And where I started it was a place, um, I, I remember I had a coffee morning with a friend and I was desperate at that point for someone to say to me, you know what, you've got a really good eye for interiors. And I was waiting for someone to give me permission mm. to go and do my That's dream. Interesting. I didn't feel like I could just go, oh, I'm really good at this. Mm. And then someone said to me, you know what, you should, because people were always saying, where did you get this? Where did you get that in my house? And, you know, I'd be like, oh, boot fair, you know, yeah, antique fair. And they'd be like, oh, I really like that. I'd be like, oh, thanks. And it was only when this friend said that to me, I thought, oh, I've got permission to go and do it. And now I look back and I think, oh my gosh, why did I wait so long for permission? <laughs> like, what was going on? You know, I'm like a happy, well-adjusted, fairly confident human being, but mm. I still didn't have it in me mm. to go and, and, and follow my dreams. Mm. And so 
I think that for me, part of my journey and part of setting up Love Inc. was overcoming that imposter syndrome. And I think yeah. it's something that really affects women. Yes. <laughs> Massively. <laughs> Hugely. Yes. You know, and it's, I, I, I've, um, you know, done some talks before and the message I really try to give out is, is give yourself permission. Yeah. You know, totally give yourself permission. And even if it's something you can't do, learn how to do it. Fail fail well and, and you'll that, be brilliant at it and I think that is so key because mm. I've talked about that a lot with people because mm. I, I I was the same mm. I it, even with setting up the soapbox yeah. I needed someone else to say to me yeah. can you do this yeah and then I was like yeah yeah, yeah I can do it yeah but I couldn't and it was all me yeah but I couldn't yeah. it was that permission yeah thing. yeah yeah but someone else saying I could do it yeah. then yeah great yeah I'll do a great job and now yeah. I'm like actually I can kind of do anything that yeah, I want to yeah, do yeah yeah but it was that, it was a real, it's fascinating how we yeah. can really sort of yeah. beat ourselves up about that. Yeah, yeah, totally. And wait, but then that's all part of learning, isn't it? And yeah. the failing thing oh, yeah. is so key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to just try and do things yeah. within reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, there's a really good uh, podcast by a lady called um, Elizabeth Day, How yes. to Fail. Yes. She did a talk with um, Mo Gordat. Yeah. Um, which is about, um, he was the chief business officer for Google X and he's got an amazing story and that podcast is well worth listening to and we can put a link in the comments Brilliant. I expect to it. Yes. But it's about, um, he, d he did a whole theory on, um, he's, he's a, science, a mathematician and he did a whole theory on, you know, happiness and actually yeah. you can find this and uh, I don't want to ruin anyone who's going to listen to that podcast, but basically something horrendously sad happens to him and he has to relook at life mm. and it is... Um, it's, it's really interesting how he talks about uh, how we are in charge of our brains and actually 60 to 70 percent of what our brains tell us is negative stuff totally every day it's and you have to basically understand that your brain is a biological muscle in your mm. body and you have to tell your chimp monkey brain yeah. as my friend says yeah um you know shut up yeah i'm, I'm not listening to that i'm gonna you know i'm in charge of you and i'm gonna tell you what we're doing I'm, yeah you know and you have to cut that negative out and it, that takes a lot of practice yeah it does you, know, you have to put a lot into yourself and it's also the circle you surround yourself with it's yeah. the people you surround yeah, yourself totally. with it's the noise it's yeah. all of that yeah, it's yeah, yeah. you know it's not people say just sort of cut people out but mm. unfortunately sometimes you do have to cut some people yeah. out if there's toxicity yeah. there totally totally like you I mean, do with anything yeah you, you have to have boundaries in life right yeah. if you love yourself and you should love yourself and if you don't love yourself then spend time on trying to love yourself find yeah. the beauty in yourself mm. and you know share that with the world um with with loving one of the things so as well as kind of I, I wanted to do something so the charity was one side that was going to raise some money for charity but obviously I have to make it a viable business which yeah. obviously it is after nine years and where I started from with the business was selling uh, vintage and antique things so one-offs and I realized quite quickly that economically that wasn't going to be sustainable you mm -hmm. can't list all these things on the website it takes so long to mm -hmm. list and you know and my my journey's been really interesting with the business in that um at one point I was asked to go on a, a TV program called the Great Interior Design Challenge mm -hmm. on BBC and I was really excited because I thought great this is my chance to show the world what a great interior designer I am and I went on and I went out after the first round and I was absolutely gutted I was so upset and I thought this is it I'm awful I can't do anything oh why did I even go on the program stupid me you know stayed in bed crying you know listening to my negative voice in my head yeah 
But actually, after a few days, I reflected and I listened to what the judges had said about me. And, you know, Sophie Robinson, who is one of my favourite interior designers, said, you know, she is the one to watch. You know, she's going to go big places. You know, she said amazing things about me. So just, although I failed, I failed well because I picked myself up and I learnt my lesson. And I was like, do you know what? Okay, that didn't work out for me. But it opened so many other doors, which led to me, you know, we did a pilot with Deborah Meaden when I had the shop on the high street. Um, which was just amazing. Having Deborah Mead and, and Theo Pathetis mentor me for a day was just, you know, mind blowing. You're just sitting there going, God, is this happening? Is this happening to me? Yeah. You know, I mean, I know you wanted me to talk about high point for the business. I, um, I was at an exhibition up in London and I'd got really drunk with my friends the night before. So my Saturday boy was manning the stall for me and we just launched our neons. And, and the neon, the, the reason I went into neon production was because I wanted to do a neon that said, you are loved. So it's center stage at this exhibition. It was at the stylist show and uh, we had the neon, you are loved. And then in front of that, we had all of our scented candles. And Joe Malone was giving a talk at the show. Yeah. And my young Saturday boy, who was 18 at the time, and he was brilliant. He was great. But obviously, he's not going to know who Joe Malone is. So Joe <laughs> Malone comes up to him and is like, oh, tell me about, you know, this neon. And he tells me about, oh, yeah, Hannah's great. She does these, she designs all this stuff herself. And she made this neon. And, she, and he's like, and look at these candles, these scented candles. You know, you interested <laughs> to Joe Malone. I mean, oh, my gosh. Brilliant. Like, yeah. So um, what did she say? Did she buy a candle? She didn't buy a candle, but <laughs> what she did do when I got there in my hungover state in the afternoon, I'm there and this woman comes up to me and she goes, um, oh, hi, you must be Hannah. And I'm like, oh, and I'm thinking, oh, do I know you? I don't know <laughs> One who of those you faces. Are. Because I didn't know what, jo- I knew the name, but yeah, I didn't know what she looked like. Yeah. And she starts talking to me and I realise there's this entourage of people writing down everything she's saying as she's talking. And I'm thinking, no, you're not, I don't know you from Tamarshaws, you're not a mum from school. Like, yeah. like, how do I know you? And then the next thing I know, she's like, oh, so I'd love you to make a neon for my store, my Elizabeth Street store for my Joe Loves brand. And I was like, oh my God, I'm talking to Joe Malone. Oh my, you know, just like my <laughs> head was exploding. I can't remember anything she said after that, but I do remember they, they took a picture of me because she was, you know, it all happened. We made her a neon. It was amazing. It was really cool. Aww. And there was this picture of me with her. And literally I remember trying to be really cool. And then when I look at the picture, I'm basically got both arms around her and I'm holding onto her for dear life. And you can see this, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what have I done? Who is this woman? But I love um, that as well. Just that you're just, you know, the, just the joy that you find yeah. in that. I can relate to that a lot. I have a, I have a, fr- a friend a friend in the States and I'm just, re- she just knows everybody and yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, yes. that's Brad Pitt. Yes. She's just like, just go away. <laughs> You're humiliating oh, me. Come on, Brad Pitt. <laughs> just, Who's not going to get I'm excited? I'm like, how can you not get excited yeah. about things like that? Yeah, but exactly. yeah, so, but that that's an amazing story. And like yeah. you say, I mean, you got on that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. many people don't even get oh, yeah, these opportunities. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have all these other things that come yeah, up. Yeah, 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 totally. And your appreciation for them as yes, well yes, is yeah. so much greater. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. you had your, I remember, did you have a shop that was in Eli Court? Was there one we there? We did, yeah. So we had a shop um, in Eli Court in Victoria Place. Um, that was quite a while. That was a long about time ago, ago, wasn't it? And yeah. that was, I mean, how was that at that time? Because I remember that it was, it's it changed was, so much up there now, yeah, hasn't it? Totally. The so it was, yeah, it was, it was interesting. They were trying to get people into the shops in Eli Court and they put a few shops in. Um, and we did okay. We, we opened the shop in about September, October time. So it was the run up to Christmas. Yeah. And we did quite well. And it was just a trial to see mm-hmm. how it went. Um, and then at Christmas, um, 
I think we carried it on for a couple of months, but it was dead. It was. Um, I have a B positive piece of wallpaper framed I saw in my that. office that came from that I shop. I saw that. I, I saw like, it and I was like, oh. it's wrapping paper, but I'm going to put it in a frame oh. and I'm going to put it on the wall yeah. so all my team see it. But that oh. that was there, I remember. And then, yes. of course, you had your shop in the high street. Yes. And that so that must have been quite a big thing to go from the top yes. of town to the bottom of town. It was because the, the top end of town was kind of like a trial. Mm-hmm. Let's see if this works. Let's see if the money works. And it was fine and we didn't have to pay business rates. But as soon as we moved to the high street, we had to pay business rates. Mm. And that's when we made a tiny loss. And for the amount of work that was there, it made sense to move everything online. And that's what we did. And it was a great decision because, you know, it meant that we made profit, which ultimately, if you're a business, is what you need to do. And if you want to give money to charity, you have to make a profit to be able to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, also you're you're available to buy through, is it not on the high street? And places like that. So so where else are you stocked? So we're stocked uh, not on the high street, Etsy. Uh, We supplied Rocket St. George Mm. with all the neons, um, Graham and Green. Um, we've worked some, with some amazing companies. Um, Brilliant. Yeah, What's the most unusual? I mean, it's mm. going to be a difficult question to answer, yeah. isn't it? Because everyone's going to want to say it was my neon. <laughs> that was the- but what's one of the most interesting neons that you've you've bespoke neons that you've done for someone that you've created for someone? Do you literally get people like me come to you and go? really you know a bit yeah. like I did with Hugh Whitaker I'll be like I want yeah. this yeah make yeah. something yeah yeah Is yeah that what you get yeah we get some random we get loads of random stuff actually it's it's really fun especially when they don't know what they want for the design that's quite fun because we're like oh we could have so many ideas um a lot of we get about half and half half of people come to us and go I want a neon I don't know what it says mm-hmm. and I always say to people what's your favorite song or is there a, a phrase you have in your family or a favorite quote think That's about nice. that and that often gives people lots of inspiration um because music is inspirational um and then the other half you go this is what i want but i don't know what i want um then we'll design it for them and you know help them with colors and explain what you know uv printing is and how because our neons are led yeah so you can touch them so traditional wow, okay. neon is glass neon yeah. so you can't actually physically touch it because you would burn your hand and equally it can break quite easily because it's glass and it's got poisonous gases in it because that's what gives it the color Mm. so if it breaks it's it's not great really so ours are um we have so many different colors which is really really fun choosing colors how Um, did you like just did you just wake up one day and go i'm gonna make new i mean where did this so it it came from um like i said i I knew i wanted a neon that said you are loved and so initially i didn't even realize i was going to manufacture it because this journey so when I, I started out buying and selling the vintage stuff realized there was no money in that then I designed a range of children's placemats that we still sell today that are all printed down the road in front front yeah um and they sell amazingly well uh, which is fantastic um and then we uh, so I kind of by mistake thought what things that I wanted that didn't exist <laughs> I was like Brilliant. right how do I, ma- and I just teach myself, right, so I've just got to find a manufacturer, all oh, right, and that. now I've got to find out about CE testing, and now I've got to do, okay, right, fine, and you just, you just keep going, I guess you, you just have to be quite tenacious and resilient, and yeah. just not give up, Yeah, you know, you can't give up. <laughs> and also, I love that, it's like, if there's something that you want that's not there, because I do that yeah. quite often, I'm like, yeah. I would like this service, yeah. or I would like this event, yeah. or I would like this, yeah. so I'm going to do it, Yeah, and then that's how it yeah. happens. Yeah, or, we're the dream makers, pulling, right? Yeah, and yeah. just pulling on things that yeah. you love, yeah. and that inspire yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 
and that's the thing for me that if you do something that's heartfelt if you yeah. do something that's honest and real people resonate with that they people do. can tell i mean it's like i know one of your questions was what's my biggest low and it's something that happens to us all day every day and it is that we are copied mm. and i get people coming to me with my own images that i shot in my styling room going oh we can manufacture these lights for you you know why don't you like look look at all these lights we made and i think you're using my image if you go on ebay mm. I, I can't even go on ebay anymore because it's just full of people using my images it's really and hard. my designs it's really hard because the time it takes to report them all show them yeah. the copyright the infringement of the copyright on instagram on etsy on everywhere it just that for me is the hardest part being copied but you just have to kind of go well, do you know what? It's a compliment. And actually, my gift is that I can come up with something else, new, original, something that no one has seen before. And also, I think people people um, buy into people and they yeah. buy into a brand and they'll know you. And yeah. certainly, like, the, the, I mean, the way I am, I work, I, if, I, if I purchase from people or I work with people creatively, then I just keep working with them because yeah. it's that whole experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine you have that with a lot yeah. of clients and yes. customers. Yes. And so sometimes if you're going to miss out on someone because they'd rather buy it from some yeah. Chinese yeah, rip-off yeah, yeah. on exactly. eBay for two ninety nine, yeah. well, then there you go. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You know, you're getting a light that's not certified here exactly. in the UK. It's probably going to burn yeah. you yeah, or yeah, yeah. smash you. Yeah, you yeah, know, totally. Exactly. We put our lights through all the CE testing here because we have to do that because we're seen as the manufacturer. Um, so, yeah. Um, going back to um, people we love, Craig David. Craig David. Oh, I love Craig. So Craig has bought so many lights. Has us. he? He's, he's our most... <laughs> he's our best customer. He's fantastic. Did you get to meet him at Pub in the Park? Oh, no, I didn't. Surely he would have just like had one of your lights up oh, there. No. You could have manifested oh, that in some way. Oh, well, totally. He was at Pub in the Park, Yes, he was, he, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, he, um, but he is our favourite. We, we've had, we're really lucky. We've had a lot of celebrity customers. And How we, lovely. Yeah, we, it's a real like, oh my gosh. I remember the day that I answered my phone because I worked from home and I was like, hello, love Inc. Hannah speaking. He didn't hi, Hannah, it's, it's Craig. Craig David. I was like, oh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> Uh, um, but he um, he's just yeah he's our favourite customer because Aww. when he when we said to him like oh Craig you know we love you and you're brilliant and thanks so much for ordering for us he's like oh do you guys want free tickets to my concert we were like uh yeah <laughs> so me and the team but we were due to go to see him and lockdown happened the first lockdown so we call out yet. call out to Craig David yeah, for he, more tickets oh don't worry he's still buying me <laughs> but that's amazing yeah. so you get so that's the thing you get to meet so many different yes. people yeah, yeah yeah as well but just by putting this dream into the world right and how putting, amazing and is that and just seeing the joy that other people because yeah. it is I mean look at it I mean it just lights up everything <laughs> have you got a favorite neon of your own I would say last week one of my best girlfriends turned the big five out mm -hmm. and uh, there were over the summer after kind of all of us having no fun mm -hmm. I managed to do three music festivals back to back and the first one was with her and um it's the most beautiful colour. It's our peach pink, which I love, which you can't get to photograph it. It just doesn't, you can't get the true colour. So you kind of, everyone come and come to my studio, come see how beautiful it is. Oh. Um, but it says in a field with you. Uh, do I know this person? I think Do you know Vicky? Was? Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I, know, I knew who it was. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. I saw you at the festival. I was due to go and I didn't go in the end. But yeah, I saw you having some fun. And yes, so I I kind of thought that was who you were talking about. Well, that's, I mean, what a gift. Yeah, totally. So at the moment, that is my favourite. I think we're going to launch it actually because I think a lot of people will like it. And we're going to launch it as a print because we've just started doing prints. And um, I might put it on a mug as well actually because our mugs sell really well. But you're so creative. I mean, don't you find that the minute you start creating, it's just like... Oh my gosh, you, you can't, can't stop, stop me. It. I'm a nightmare. I'm a nightmare. It's like the, great. It's great. It is great. But I will literally, you know, and I've got a great team. My girls that work for me are amazing. They are my everything. They are the reason I still have a business because, yeah. you know, they're my absolute cheerleaders, support team, brilliant, brilliant people. But they um, are really good at reining me in. So I'll go, I've had an idea. Why don't we do this? And they'll be like, well, that's quite good. And then, but you know, in that way that you have, you have to have big ideas and then you Mm. have to kind of edit them, refine them, look into the manufacturing. Oh my gosh, that's horrendously expensive. We're never going to make a profit on that. Okay. How can we do that idea, but differently? And it's just about being able to change course, change tack. It's a bit like, you know, life is a journey, right? And you have to go through the ups and you have to go through the downs Mm. and you have to, learn from all of it and you Mm. have to live all of it and you have to so with the business it's the same Uh, you know joe malone said and i've given this advice to lots of people in business never quit on a good day (laughs) that is good advice. i mean you know so when you have the best day so when everything goes wrong Mm. just think and you were like i'm not doing this anymore i'm fed Mm. up i can't go Then you have to go, okay, well, let's wait for the next good day and see if I still want to quit. And if I still want to quit then, then quit. You Absolutely. know, life's too short. Absolutely. And also just the, I think the experience that you gain from being able to do your own thing is mm. just so valuable. Yeah. Like now I can't, you know, sometimes I sort of daydream about yeah. what it might be like to just yeah. be employed. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that feeling. Like sometimes, Lovely. I mean, that would need to yeah. be a decent paycheck. Yeah. But, I, you know, I'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. What, what would that be like? But yeah. actually, I yeah. just, I cut because to me, the life that I live mm. and my business, it weaves mm. into my world. Yeah. There's no, sometimes there's no off switch, which yeah. is frustrating. Yes, yes, totally. But equally, it, it enables me the freedom yeah. to live in my home and yeah. have my dogs and yeah. I say to everyone that works for me I don't want it to feel like work yeah yeah, yeah. you know it, it yeah. shouldn't feel it yeah. feels of course there's work to do yes. but it should feel like it's just part of life yeah. and an experience yes yeah yeah and I think fun. and I think creativity is brilliant because the more the more that uh, certainly for me mm. I I told myself for many years I wasn't creative mm-hmm. I mean I got a job as a I got a job for a really famous magazine years ago as a create part of their creative team. Mm. And I was like, I got it. And I was kind of like, well, how have I got this job? I'm not actually creative. I don't actually know. I'm winging it. I'm totally blagging it. Yeah. And I kind of boycotted it, which yeah. I did quite a lot in my youth. You know, okay. I sort of ruin it before, yeah. ruin yes. it before it ruins okay. me. Yeah, yeah. And actually the reality was as soon as I actually started to be more creative in my environment mm. when I was on my own, mm. now I'm like, the same yeah. they tell me to shut up yeah, I have too many yeah, ideas yeah, brilliant but it's so it's fantastic it's that, and you're like talk to me again about imposter syndrome because this is interesting yeah you know you're saying about this with women yeah and I do think this is a fascinating because we have we, we have children we're mothers mm. we do lose the sense of self sometimes yeah, when totally. we're mothers I can yeah. resonate with that yeah and then we sort of go back out into the world and we're finding our feet and then it's a bit like well we're not allowed to enjoy all of this yeah but we've still got to do everything yeah I mean I remember when I had my first baby and my husband's saying, oh, we're going to a dinner party with some people from work. And the fear in my heart of having nothing to talk about that would be interesting. Mm. I was like, 
what what are you know what on earth am I going to talk like like I don't have you know people I'm going to want to know about oh there's a bus oh well done that's how you say dog I mean you it's really hard to Mm -hmm. retain your sense of self when Mm. you become a mum I think because as women we juggle and we put our all into things you know we 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 are able to do many things all at once um but I think that for me the way I got rid of that imposter voice was by a trying Mm -hmm. b failing c getting back up and 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 doing better things and learning not repeating mistakes that's a good neon try <laughs> fail get back up yeah or yeah, something yeah. a bit more eloquent but yeah, no, I, I like, like that it. yeah I like that's that. amazing you've yeah. got a book here talk to me about have. this book what's this, this book, book doing loitering on my desk yes so i have got the book here <laughs> untamed by glennon doyle and so i love a podcast uh and um this book came to me because i listened to um Brené Brown, have you listened to the stuff she's done on vulnerability? Oh, she's amazing. Uh, I listened to her talks on vulnerability, uh, which if anyone hasn't watched that TED Talk, it's pretty mind-blowing and life-changing. Do that. Do that for yourself. Do it today. If you love yourself, do it today. (laughs) And I think that's how I came across this book. I'm sure that at some point she talks about Glenn Doyle. I can't Mm. remember how I found it, but I think it's that way. And this book, Untamed, Stop Pleasing, Start Living, is about you've got one life Mm. go and live it Mm. and it is an amazing book a because it's full of really short chapters so you can dip in and out of it which suits me as a working mum and equally it has so many truisms in it about Mm. about life um and I think I can't remember if I have no I I haven't underlined stuff in here but I I'm gonna read it again and go through it and underline it because it has for me it was like someone was speaking into my mind into my life yeah it's, it's just an amazing book. Read it. There, uh, Brené Brown is, is I mean, there's, uh, we're so lucky now the, mm. with the resources that we've mm. got to listen to some really inspiring people. Mm. I feel like that's given us a lot more opportunity to be open about all of these things yeah. that we're feeling. Because totally. I feel like a decade ago, yeah. even then, yeah. we were experiencing all this stuff. But we yeah. couldn't really, yeah. you could communicate it with your close circle. Yes, yeah. But unless people are really talking about yeah, it, totally. it's really hard. Yeah. With running a business, I mean, how... It's, it's tough running yeah. a business. Yeah. What would you say has been the hardest thing for you with running your own business? I would say the, the guilt of motherhood. The whole, you know, I remember when I had my first son, a really good, in fact, she's my second son's godmother, uh, Pip, and she said to me, drop the guilt. Mm. Whatever you do, drop the guilt. And that is something I have never mastered. <laughs> and I don't think it is. I was going to ask you yeah. what that is. Yeah, How yeah, do you yeah. do that? Yeah. You, you can't master it. And that's no. the other thing. I think we grew up, I'm 45 years of age, growing up in the 70s, 80s. You know, my role models, I was told I could have it all. I was told you can have motherhood and you can have a career. Mm. You know, you can have both these things. You can climb up a ladder and you can smash a glass ceiling. Mm. Turns out that was all BS. It's fine, you can swear. Because, <laughs> oh, God, don't give me permission to do that. It could Not get filthy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, uh, but it turns out that, you know, actually you have to accept that that isn't actually possible. You mm. cannot have it all. Unless you have also a full-time nanny, mm. you know, and then you've got the whole guilt of someone else raising mm. your kids. And totally. I don't judge anyone on how they do it. I just, if you're doing the best you can which again, there was a talk about Russell Brand and Brené Brown did an amazing talk on people doing 
the best they can. Mm. Working with the assumption that everyone you meet is doing the best they can and how that changes your mindset. So if someone cuts you up in traffic, it's all right, they're just doing the best they can. Absolutely. Someone drops you, they're just doing the best they can. And how much grace that gives you to forgive people, which is quite powerful. That's very... No, but that's very powerful. That's really powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I told you I go on tangents all the time. Don't be sorry. It's (laughs) absolutely brilliant. It's what we want to hear about. It's the, the real stuff. Yeah, totally. I think, I mean, it's interesting as well. Look, we were talking to someone earlier today and she was sort of mentioning about bullying and also sort of people stepping away in times of need or Mm. times of hardship. Mm. But actually that that's possibly more about them than it is about you, you know, rather than taking everything personally. And I know certainly when I did some training, coach training, It was all about that, map, you know, NLP is all about yeah. map of the world. Yeah. Everyone's got a very different map of the world. Yeah. Just because one person reacts one way doesn't mm. mean it's a reflection of yeah. something you're doing. Yeah, and, yeah, it, yeah. and like you say, with that grace there, yeah. if you can see grace in situations, yeah. it's yeah. a much nicer place to live. Oh, totally. Than feeling angry. Yeah, yeah. But equally, <laughs> resentful. I had a great conversation with a friend yesterday and he said, and I thought this was really interesting. He said, the only emotion you can 100% count on is anger. And he said, not that that's a good emotion to have. But it's such an immediate and raw emotion yeah. that actually it's good you, if you can look at that. Why have I felt that? Why am I reacting this way? What is triggering me or that person? And I thought that was really interesting. Well, yesterday. they're lessons, aren't they? Yeah. Anger yeah, yeah, triggers yeah. Yeah. are like, oh, yeah. why did I just yeah. get so spiky yeah. about that? What yeah. is there inside here that I kind of yeah. need to yeah. deal with a yeah. little bit more? Yeah, totally. So with your... Um, Business. I mean, I'm fascinated. How, tell me about your team. You talk about your team. Oh, where where so. are you? I've got this like impression of these beautiful bohemian <laughs> cheap elves in this kind of yeah. wonderful lit up fairly, studio. Yeah, fairly fairly accurate actually. They are all very very beautiful. I'm very elf like. Um, <laughs> Sorry if that was like you know elves. I don't. But it just it's yeah. just like it comes across no, like magical. No, they are amazing. I have Ethereum, yeah. maybe. Yes, you know. yes. No, they are totally wonderful. We have Joe who runs sales. Um, she's like our business manager, keeps everything ticking over, keeps me on track with targets and reviews Brilliant. and new products and what are we doing about this? And so she's fantastic. She's like almost like our mum, really, because mm. she's just the the sensible one that's going to kind of go. But the reality is this. We need to look at this, which mm. you really need. Yes. And I love the fact that um, we recently did some business coaching, actually, which was amazing. It was really emotional and uh, very therapeutic. But what came out of it is how much I appreciate her and how much love I have for her and everything she does. And um, yeah, she's just amazing. And then I've got wonderful Emma who does my social media. So she does kind of schedules it, comes up with content ideas, posts, comments, answers queries, which is a huge job. And it must be important for your business because it's so visual what yeah, you do. Yeah, totally. You know, and, yeah. and, and it's stunning. So yeah. you want people to see what you're doing. Yeah, so totally. Social media must be quite a big part of the yeah, business, I would huge, say. Yeah, huge, actually. Yeah, mm. just kind of coming up with ideas and concepts and, you know, stuff that, again, that resonates, stuff that's honest, comes from the heart, you know. And what about your home? Listen, I, I've, you know, I've, I, I oh, hear things. I hear things through the grapevine. Yeah. You know, we have some mutual friends. Yeah. And, but I also have, you know, I think I think I've seen glimpses of your home. Yes, yeah, so I've got, a, I've got a per, yeah, I've got a personal Instagram account. And the last house we had was in Ideal Home magazine, yeah. Red magazine, um, Wilden Times. Um, so this one, at some point, we will get shot. But I've got to finish it. So I spent, uh, kind of about 12 months project managing building the house we're in now we renovated it 
uh, which was the tail end of that was through COVID uh, and homeschooling and running the business and, and, and. How was that? Oh, it was um, incredibly stressful. <laughs> but you know what? It was one of those situations where you just have to cut yourself a break and go, poof, poof, I can only do what I can do. <laughs> I'm only one, but I am one. I went and, and sort of camped in my yurt for about a month wow. and had lots of sort of, you know, just lots of meditating. Nice. I just curled up on a blanket a couple good, of times. Yeah, I mean, my kids were here. I was looking yeah. after them in lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did literally sort of go yeah, to ground because I was just like, I can't, yeah. I can't actually do I, this. I re- yeah, I remember I phoning my brother and going, I'm crying every day. But I think that's a good thing because it means I know that I'm really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, you, you just had to go through it, right? Yeah, Again, absolutely. going back to it's a journey, you know. Yeah. It's easier now with hindsight, obviously, because now we're like, okay, we've been through this once. When another lockdown comes, hopefully not. But if it does, mm-hmm. we've been here. We yeah. know how to cope. We yeah. know what we can do, what we can't do. And, you know, that better days will come, right? That's I spent my whole summer partying because I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to... Need to get it out. Yeah. Absolutely. And what do you love about renovating? So you renovate places and then you yeah. say, oh, well, we need to move on. Yeah. Is it like it's a process, something that you do, and then when you finish, then it's like on to the next thing? Yeah, I think I get bored easily. Yeah, I mean, oh. do you think you're ever going to renovate somewhere and stay? Uh, Possibly. Do you have any places that you keep? Uh, I do love the house <laughs> we're in now and I do think for the boys we'll be here for quite a while Yeah, and also because my life is so full right now that mm. I can't really take anything else on and I love it it's an amazing house it's just everything we could have dreamed of it's so beautiful it's it's wonderful I absolutely love it but it needs finishing which really annoys me so yeah. at the moment I'm like I just need I'm, I'm planning to take some time off in January just to kind of go right I'm going to concentrate on just you know getting some wallpaper up and yeah but you kind of finishing the interior really all the bones are there yeah but there's not any color and it's all you know we, we painted it during lockdown with a load of white paint ourselves because obviously we couldn't get anyone on site um but it's just that's that's it's, it's white everywhere pretty much apart from I've got a black bathroom that's black oh so but the whole house bathroom. is black yeah the whole house is black it's like black bricks black wood black zinc roof yeah i see but inside it's really light and it's got double story so it's full of light inside i would love to build i would i that is mm. something i would love to do yeah it it's is not, just fantastic. probably in a different country but i would love yeah. to but i would love to do that but yeah. that process i mean i i sort of yeah living on i've, I've slept on a few floors that haven't got finished and mm. it, it, just that that living in a bit yeah. of chaos yeah. is yeah. not for the faint-hearted no i mean we did rent we because we didn't there wasn't a roof or you know we've got three kids so we rented down the road whilst we were building it which we were really fortunate to be able to do um so yes that made it a lot easier but um so what are the things that make you really tick what what are the things that you love obviously you love there's Mm. a lot of love there i can see that and you love people and you love your friends and your family not in that order yes and you love being creative yes but what are the things that you love to do and enjoy the most about life as well Uh, um i discovered uh recently um my love of gardening that really came about in lockdown yeah i've i was at chelsea flower show yesterday uh, which was amazing with my parents. It was their Christmas present. So we went there yesterday, which was really good fun. Um, but yeah, I, I would say for me, gardening has found something new in me and fed wow. something. I, If I have any spare time, I'll be out there. It ticks all my boxes. And I just think it's... Um, 
it's time for me to really zone out. I can think of nothing or I can mm. think of everything mm. and I can just get lost in it. And it's a bit like how you, um, I'm working on this thing in my head at the moment. Um, because the other thing I discovered during uh, COVID was poetry. Like I used to write poetry all the time when I was oh, a teenager. And now I write loads more. I'm like, oh my oh, gosh, I'm really amazing. good at this. And like I send it to my friends. I write poems to my friends and send Aww. them to them. And you know, they love it. They're like, this is really good. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I'm really proud of this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not like ready to publish or anything yet, but that's fine. I don't even need to publish it, right? I'm making. That's not what poetry is about. No, absolutely. It's about, it's about you and your soul. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. Totally. And it's about um, sharing with people that you love how much you love them. That's a. Uh, yeah, and thank you for my flowers that you bought. Oh, you're welcome. Some flowers from, from my your garden. garden, which is beautiful. And that's the most, honestly, like if people give me flowers, yeah. if it, they're flowers that they've picked yes. themselves. And grown. Or grown. Yeah. I know, it's just a, it's, yeah. it's, oh. someone that works with us had posted something the other day about her husband had grown a rose. And it's just, oh. it's that thing, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. But poetry as well. I mean, I remember being a youngster. I obviously like writing on walls when I was younger, but <laughs> I literally used to write poems on oh, my walls. Oh, cool. And that, that kind of cure I used to write on my walls when I was a teenager. Writing, yeah, like, oh nice, you know, it was yeah. all about that. But I remember Perfect. I really Amazing. did. Well, my poems were quite dark. I don't know if oh, I'm ready to yeah. share them. Well, it's interesting. The other day I challenged myself to write a happy poem. Did you? Yeah, because I was like, yeah, you know, and it's it's actually you can, I can find that when I'm in a, an emotionally sad place, I find it much easier to write poetry than when I'm in a very happy place. That's interesting. So I'm trying to when I'm in a happy place write more poetry there. Um, I yeah. well, as I'm sure if you write about your friends, it's yeah. probably happy. Well, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and and what, how have you found not being able to go away? I bet you love travel. I would imagine. Yes, I do love travel, but um, I'm more about the people I'm with than the place I'm with. Okay. So I found that okay not going away, and we were lucky enough to get away in the UK actually um, with our best friends and their kids. So yeah. for me, that's that's good enough. I think just going somewhere new. Yeah. You know, just a change of environment for me is quite important. Just you know, walking streets and looking yeah. at views and, and just taking that time out, just stopping yeah. is really important. It's really important to just stop. And you, and you, so, I mean, you mentioned you're in Birmingham and then mm. you've been there. So you're born and bred Tommy Joel's yes, really, I aren't am, you? Totally. I mean, literally Ash, our videographer, you know, picked him up this morning and he's always like, who, who are we talking to today? Mm. And he's like, how are all these people from Tunbridge Wells? <laughs> like how, you know, we're on like sort of episode 34 yeah. and there's so many more coming yeah, out and yeah. they're all people yeah. that fascinate me yeah. in our town. Yeah. Don't you think it's incredible? I, I, I find our town totally incredible. I love the fact that you can meet someone and, and we were talking earlier about how you can just be like slightly separated. Mm. Like how every, you, everyone you Sliding meet Sliding doors, goes, just one moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but totally. everyone's got some yeah, kind of... Yeah, I, I love our town so much. I mean, obviously when I was growing up and I was a... A, a teenager I was like right when can I get out of this town I can't stand it it's so small-minded ah. and then obviously kind of traveled and went around the world and went oh my gosh I want to bring up my children in that amazing beautiful town that's an hour from London an hour from the coast it's yeah. the most perfect place in the world yeah and it's full of small entrepreneurial businesses yeah. you know it's got some big businesses it's got everything anyone could want I love our town I love our town too mm. I do I, I listen I love everything that you're doing thank what, you with your charities just before we sort mm. of wrap up when you're I mean do you do you donate to lots of different charities yeah, is there so, any specific you'd like to mention today so we, yeah we so we we donate to hospice in the world yeah um there's another charity in Southport called Nova that's okay um, used to be part of Bernardo's but it's separate now and it's for um it's respite care for um 
terminally kind of disabled children. So okay. parents I've not heard carers. of that one. Yeah, okay. it's a very small charity. Yeah. Uh, that we support them through our placemats. Um, and then um, Young Minds is a charity that we've recently started um, supporting. Yeah. Um, through our, actually, Hugh from Humor, obviously yeah. there's a link. He designed us a graffiti um, alphabet font. Amazing. And so we use that to for prints for kids' rooms. So we kind of just sell the prints basically in these graffiti fonts so people can personalise them. He's taking my clock this week. It's half the press. I've got a grandfather clock that mm. my father left me. And oh, wow. I've said to him I want him just to go crazy. Oh, so he's going to do my grandfather he's clock so for talented. me. He's so talented. He was like, what do you want? And I was like, as long as there's a little B in there somewhere for my dad, oh, nice. just go crazy. Because I told him what oh. I wanted in here and then I just said, but that's the thing I love. Yeah. And the thing, you know, with someone like yourself, yeah. obviously I yeah. desperately want you to be making me some lips yeah, to go yeah, in here. Yeah, that but would it's, look so But cool. you would, it was that, I'm sure people have that with you where they're like, just just give give me give me some of that love. Yes, yes, you know? totally. Give me totally. some of that love. And I would really like to end this on um if I have any message to give in this, it would be when you go out into the world, it is the responsibility of all of us to mm. put more love into the world. I mean, I'm kind of like on a personal mission. But you could, people often kind of think, oh, you know, well, I don't know how to do it. You can do that so many ways. You can do that through volunteering. Yeah. You can do that through giving your time to people. You can do that by yarn bombing. Yeah. You know, you can do that by... Yarn bombing. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you can yeah. do that um, through giving compliments. Totally. You know, like... I Just wore this. I happened to wear this dress yesterday at Chelsea, and I got six compliments. Six Aww. people, six random strangers, said to me, "Oh my gosh, what a beautiful dress!" From the Meek Boutique, Lynn Meek, lovely Lynn Meek, um, and. Um, it just, it made my day, right? So just go out there, be vulnerable, give compliments, mm. put more love into the world mm. and you will get it back a hundred times. That's a really lovely way to end this. Oh, I've loved talking to you. I've loved talking to you, honestly. I mean, and I think it, yeah, just kindness and happiness. It just, mm. it's, it, you're very positive. You're very, it's, it's just, it's Oozing infectious. It. it is infectious, and I and I love that. It's really lovely. Oh. So thank you so much for coming thank to talk. Thank you so to us. much for having People me. People so want to find you. you. Yes. Obviously, they can find you. We've mentioned where they can, but wh what's the best place to find you? So Hannah? you can follow us on our socials, and on our socials, our handle is Love Inc., which is I N C L T D. And equally, you can find our website, which is the same uh, .co .uk. Um, and you can get in touch with us anywhere you want. And we love hearing from people. We love listening to your ideas and we love getting inspiration from the things people bring to us and Amazing. sharing the love. And maybe when you've finished your house, you can come on and tell us all about your house. Oh, I'd love to do that. That or would be amazing. Or we can come and film your house. Oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. Why don't we just do that? Yeah, let's do that. Why don't we just do a 100%. podcast? We do that 100%. road show. We can yeah. do it in your house. Yes. We can have a chat with some different people. Yes. Okay, done. Let's love do it. that. We'll That's do a that. great idea. Okay, well listen, it's so good to... Big love to you, Hannah. Yes, and to you. That's all I can say. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. Thank you. Okay.